Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where I have decided to interview some of the experts, the moms. And today I'll be speaking with Krista Lockwood from Motherhood Simplified. And she, this is my title for you, the declutter queen. Woo! Yes, I, I, I didn't want to just put that on her, uh, but that's what Krista is. So uh, today's episode is going to be awesome, and we'll be back with you in a moment. So the big question is this, how are parents like us, who don't have a manual, who are doing the best we can, who feel as though we aren't enough, how are we going to raise healthy, happy children who we are proud of and still keep our sanity in that process? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Ryan Roy, and welcome to I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, a podcast for parents who are being real with themselves. Welcome back to I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today we are talking to Krista Lockwood from Motherhood Simplified. You can access her at motherhoodsimplified.com. In 2013, Krista and her family moved from Alaska to Florida and brought just one suitcase per person. And she stumbled into what she describes as freedom, not freedom from depression or postpartum depression, but paralysis, extreme overwhelm, and absolute burden, uh, burden, I messed that up, but we got you, burden in my day-to-day home. Yeah. Um, her goal is to have moms experience that same freedom. You can start by downloading her freebie courses on how to declutter your home at motherhoodsimplified.com. Krista, welcome to the podcast. I'm super excited to have you here today. Thank you. I'm excited too. Super excited. And so are all the other moms who are saying hi. Hey, Ryan. They're all saying hi. They're all watching. (laughs) Hello, ladies. So what we have here today is really cool because Krista has a Facebook group of a, uh, I don't know how many women are are in it right now. Like 3,500 right now. 3,500 amazing moms who go to her for some advice and, and not only her advice, but they feed off of each other. So she asked if she could bring them in on the podcast as we have dialogue, and we are going to be answering some of the questions of the moms. I guess from a dad's perspective, they have some questions. Yes. Yes, they, they do. So the group that we have focuses on decluttering, obviously, because, like I said, I accidentally fell into it. I didn't even realize it was happening until I started to get to know other moms, and they were saying all these things, dealing with, you know, laundry piles, dishes that never end, toys that are just everywhere and no time for anything but cleaning up. And I hadn't been living like that for like five years and I forgot that I used to. And eventually it clicked of like, oh, we just don't have a lot of stuff. Like we don't have a lot of excess because you can only focus your attention on so many things as a mom. It's gotta be the kids, the house, and whatever's loudest and most in your face is gonna get the attention. And a lot of times it's the stuff. So we focus on getting rid of that stuff so that you can do everything else. You can play with your kids. You can take care of yourself. You can have friends. You can do what I do now, build a blog, because I have extra time. And it's awesome. So that's what we do. 
Well, we love that you have extra time now. And uh, for the ladies who are watching and for your audience, uh, I've written a book, Be the Dad You Wish You Had. And as I was saying to Krista, and she's read the book, uh, one the main thing in the entire book, the whole theme is to spend time to pour into your children. And we can't do that if we are sidetracked by all of this clutter. So I love, and I never talk about it in the book because I'm fortunate. My wife is a deep butter herself and we have ample time to pour into the children. So I love your angle of helping those families that, you know, focus on buying things and getting things. But ultimately some of those things can get in the way of really connecting with our children. Mm -hmm. So if you were to give one simple tip that they could probably get as a freebie anyway on your website at motherhoodsimplified.com, mm -hmm. uh, what would it be? It would be to walk into your house, okay, just walk through the front door like you're a guest, take a look around, at it through like a lens that is not your own, grab a bag or a box or whatever it is, and start getting rid of the stuff that as an outsider looking in, you would be like, this stuff is totally pointless. Because I think sometimes we live in it for so long, it's hard to see that it actually is. It's taking away your time. It's taking away your energy. It's taking away your sanity, your ability to connect. It's making you short and anxious and feeling more depressed and all of these things that amplifies it. And we don't realize that that pile of laundry is really like that significant and can impact you that much. So I would say walk into your house, pretend you're a stranger in a strange place, and ask yourself, like, what even is all of this stuff? Start packing it away, put it in your car, and take it somewhere. And just get, like, some immediate relief. And see that it actually does help and it actually does work. And it does give you back dividends in the form of time and energy and ability to be present with your kids. It's not that, it's not that you suck at as, a, as a housekeeper. It's not that you can't connect. It's not that you're not meant for parenthood or being a mom. It's not that you're bad at it. It's that you are just pulled in too many directions, and a lot of them are completely pointless. So eliminating those. I love that answer, and, and, and my immediate thought was, and, and, and mom, as you're listening, this is just my perspective, and it, I like what you said, do something and get some relief. It doesn't all have to happen in one day. We don't need to declutter uh, in, in one day or one week. This can be a process, start working towards that process and feel some of the success, some of that relief uh, over time. And eventually you probably get to an empty house. Yep, you will. At least mostly, like mostly empty, pretty empty, a lot more empty than it was. But it it is crazy how just doing one little thing, like just one little thing, can you can be like, that was actually pretty easy. Like... <laughs> This stuff really isn't that important, and it really is controlling my days. And the thing about, you know, how you spend your days is how you spend your life, and you get one one short season of parenthood. Why waste it cleaning up stuff that doesn't even matter to you? So, so I want to – last week I was listening to one of your lives. Uh, I mm -hmm. popped in on your in Instagram, and – uh, it happened to be a time where my wife was out of town for the week, so I had the two boys, uh, you know, for, for your audience. I, I have two little ones. I have a seven-year-old and a one-and-a-half-year-old, and my evening routine includes my wife, right? So we have a routine that we just go through, and with her not being there, 
and you're saying, hey, we empty the dishwasher, or we get the dishwasher full, I'm thinking, we have a routine. I'm literally at the park with the boys, and I'm going, my routine's so off, none of those things are done right now. I ran home, when I got home, and I got the boys down, and before I went to bed, I made sure all of those things were taken care of, because normally they are when my wife and I are doing it, mm -hmm. but uh, obviously with twice the work and half the people, yeah. uh, it got put to the wayside for a day or two, but mm -hmm. I started feeling the overwhelm. So your, um, your live that day really helped me yeah. the rest of you. Yeah. So I, I want to thank you for <laughs> those tips because even though I do it, it was a quick reminder of even though she's gone, I still need to show up that way for myself and my household. Otherwise, it will get away from me quickly. Yeah, and it does. It does get away from you quickly. That one that you showed up on was the nightly routine episode and how powerful it is because doing it at night sets you up for the next day and then it's kind of a trickle effect. So I'm glad you showed up for that one. That was a good one. <laughs> it, it worked out for both of us. So I know you have some questions yes. from just moms over there. Yeah. And uh, I will answer them to the best of my ability. Okay. Um, so if you guys have more questions... Put them in there now, but the number one question that we wanted to ask you, and I'm excited to ask you this because as a mom, okay, I'm not a dad, so as a mom, when I answer this question for them, I answer them how I would approach my husband and how I would approach the situation for my house. Um, but what happens a lot of times is like, like we said, moms are the ones typically doing the, the bulk of the housework. They're doing the bulk of like, laundry, dishes, toys, all that kind of stuff. And that's okay. Like, we're okay with that. But then when it comes time to tell them, like, we're overwhelmed. Like, we are spending too much time picking up after everybody. We want to declutter. The husband is resistant. And he says things like, no, like, we're not going to get rid of stuff. Or I'm not supportive of this. Or I'm keeping it all. So I give my answer to them. They know what it is. But I am excited for you to give them your answer as a dad who gets it? So, I will preface, ladies, that I am not the norm. I know I'm not the norm, so my answer may not serve, but um, at a high level. My thought is is that if, if the dad doesn't want to declutter, that he likes his stuff, um, and this is just so everyone knows I am a coach by profession from a life coach. I give people tips on these types of things, not just in parenting. So what I always say to my clients is take care of yourself and the strongest energy is always going to win. So if you were to start cleaning up your own stuff, not asking him to do it, the strongest energy, it's going to take some time. It's not going to happen overnight, but if you show up and you're decluttering your things, and you do it over time. When I say over time, it, it may take months, it may take a year, it may take 18 months. I don't know. But if you want to live in a decluttered house, you have to show it through your actions. And your actions, at some point, people will all give in. If you can't beat them, you join them. And I imagine if you're living a decluttered life on your half of the house, I'll just say that jokingly, but really your stuff is in order, uh, your husband may look over or your partner may look over to you and say, you know, I kind of like that. And eventually over time, they may join you. Yes. 
That's pretty much what I tell them. Like, worry about your stuff. Worry about, I like what you said, though. I love what you said. The strongest energy will win because that is 100% true. If you go into it as like, you know, he doesn't want me to do it, so I'm not going to do it, then it's never going to get done. And I think that's, that's sad. That's sad to me because that's you have a choice. Yeah. Listen to the energy there. Oh, he doesn't want me to do it, so I'm going to give in to his energy. His energy's stronger. Mm -hmm. So you have to work through that knowing that the strongest energy is going to win. Yeah. Um, and, and I'll give just an example outside of parenthood. I have clients who, I had a client who lost a lot of weight. Um, he lost over 100 pounds. They would go out to dinner. His wife was still eating burgers and eating all this stuff. And you know what? Two years later, she's now losing weight because he never gave in. Mm -hmm. He never gave in when they went out to eat. He always ate healthy. And she looked at him and she's like, in the scenario, is he weighed less than she did at this point. Yeah, she's like, I'm not going to win. He's not going to stop. So if I can't beat him, I'm going to join him. Yeah, uh, it's kind of an extreme scenario, but it's the same thing with this house cleaning, decluttering yes. scenario. Okay, so I have a question for you then too, just based on what you said, and maybe you can answer it as a husband. I know that what I'm about to explain to you is true for James. He responds really well, and he loves nothing more than me to be like. This is what I want to do, and I'm going to do it. He responds well to that, and it makes him want to be better. So I even feel like for us as a couple, us as a family unit, I'm not serving my family by saying, I want to do this, but, and I know it's going to help us, but my husband doesn't want me to, so I'm not going to. Like James would struggle with that, I think, and that we would probably, you know, we would stay pretty flat. We wouldn't grow. But when I say things like, I'm going to start a blog and a podcast and a business and help us grow our family, he's like, if he was like, I don't want you to do that, I would be like, well, that's okay. I'm going to do it anyway and show you how it works. Um, as a husband, what do you think of that? Because I think sometimes we kind of don't want to rock the boat. We don't want to make them upset. We want to please them. What do you think? So you you can't make another person happy, and if making you happy is going to like it's not my job to make my wife happy. It's her job to make her happy, and I compliment that. So if what's going to make her happy, or in your case, what's going to make you happy, is to start a blog and share your wisdom with other moms, I need to support that because that's what's going to make you happy. If if as women you think you're going to rock the boat and you're going to be unhappy. You're not serving yourself first, and you need to serve yourself first. Because if you're not serving yourself, you're not going to be serving your kids at a high level. And if you're not serving your kids at a high level in your home and yourself, you're not serving your husband at a high level. So stay true to who you are with all due respect to the family. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're doing a blog. It's not interfering with your parenting stuff, right? right? It's actually enhancing it because you're getting feedback from everything. So yes. not saying, hey, I want to become a race car driver and <laughs> you know, uh, somebody else is going to take care of the kids. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is you, you still need to, within the confines of what makes the household, yeah. follow your passions. Yes. Okay. I, and I think that's true. That's directly relatable to the clutter in the house is that you know it's going to serve them. You know it's going to benefit even if it doesn't benefit your husband, even if he decides that he never wants to get on board, 
it's serving it's you. Serving yeah, it's serving you, and it's making it so that you can show up for your kids, which I tell the moms in the group all the time. Like this, yeah, we talk about decluttering, but it's so much more. It's so much more than that. It's giving you back, like, the most valuable assets that you have, your time, your energy, your sanity, and all of that. It's so much more than a clean house. And, and I'll just, from watching your Instagram and knowing you for probably the better part of two years now, because yeah. I have an 18-month-old, yeah. right? So, uh, just watching your videos and seeing virtually an empty house, like, there's not pictures on the wall, <laughs> there's not, it, there's, there's, and, and the fact that sometimes you'll get a box from Amazon and you'll make a toy out of it for the evening, and, yeah. like, we're going to play some type of weird box game. I don't know, let's cut it up, and, and, and this isn't what you did, but what's coming to my mind is, hey, let's cut up the box and make bases and play baseball in this big open space in the living room. Yeah, yeah. Let's get a wiffle ball or a stick or whatever we have, and, and let's just play, and we can yeah. do that with a box, because it this is what I tell dads all the time. I run a dad's group at my son's school also. I don't know if you're familiar with that or not, but I, I get the dads uh, coming to the school for breakfast, and then I have the dads read to the classrooms, mm -hmm. right? We get about 75 dads per breakfast. Yeah, you mentioned that. And when the dads, right, there's a resistance. And moms, you need to get your dads because we're programmed from society that mom's going to parent and I'm going to go to work. And the dads always give me the excuse. Oh, you know, I can't make it. I work. And I just smile and I say, I work too. Mm -hmm. I probably work more than you do. Yeah. But kids, and, and this is the line I say, how do kids spell love? And most people will respond with L-O-V-E. And I go, no, T-I-M-E. They, 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 if you spend time with your kids, they will love you more. That's what they want from us. When you look back at your earliest childhood memories and you think of fond memory, it's spending time with your parents. It's very seldom you're like, oh, I got a Barbie on my fourth birthday. Right. No, it's I had a birthday party and Uncle Joey showed up and Mom and Dad were there and everybody were smiling or that Christmas or that Easter or those holidays that get together. Mm -hmm. They want our time. I know it's true for me. I wish I would have had more time with my mom as a kid because my mom worked a lot because yeah. she was my mom. Right? When I think back in my childhood, I'm like, if all I wanted was time, I know I had a bunch of toys. I don't want to, I don't really buy toys for my son. Yeah. I give him an abundance of my time. Yeah. Both of your sons. Both of them. Well, the, the little ones, <laughs> the little people, right? Yeah. Just, yeah, both of them. But, but I think, I always think of Christian because he's already he's grown older. up now into him and I continue to pour into Jaden also yeah uh, the little one yeah little. yeah it's true yeah it is different when they are older and they're like they will ask you like Brie will ask me my oldest she's nine she's almost ten but she will she, we have iPads so they can iMessage between like the cousins and the family and the family all over the country but she will send me a message sometimes like do you want to just hang out I'm like heck yeah like come downstairs like <laughs> Let's hang out. Like, and I think that's one of the best things about simplifying your home is that you, it's easy to do that. Like, you don't have to say in a minute or when I'm done with this, 
Just before we got on this, I, I had a, a call with another client, and I had this scheduled, and he says to me, Dad, can't you just work at the park? Let's go to the park. <laughs> yeah. A lot of times I will say, yeah, I'll work from the park. Yeah. You know, and, and, But it always turns into yesterday we went there after school, and it turned into, hey, I need to watch one quick video for a client, give a quick response, and, and uh, next thing I know, I'm playing freeze tag, and I'm it with – seven kids, I think, at the yeah. park. Yeah. And he thinks nothing of it, right? He never realizes that nobody else. Yeah. Uh, no, there's no other dad doing that. Yeah. And I did it with his brother a couple days ago. And a mom, I, I go, I have your brother. I got to watch him. He's 18 months old. He's running around here, and I'm running around chasing all you kids. Next thing you know, a mom is like, I got the little one. This is fun just watching you guys. Yeah. She's like, you do what I usually do. <laughs> Take over yeah, for a so, second. So, and I think that's just it. Dads, give them permission. Allow them to engage with their kids. But I think a lot of times dad give the excuse and moms repeat the excuse to the world for the dads. Yeah. And the dad live that truth. So really yeah. encourage your dads to uh, engage with the kids. Okay. I like that too. Okay. Stop repeating the excuse because we had a funny question in the group and the and you answered it perfectly I think because I was trying to figure out how to address it you know in a way that was more than just funny but gives them a real answer and that is why can't the husbands ever see the laundry basket and then we even had a picture of the empty laundry basket and the clothes right next to it which I am very lucky in that James is like you he is he, he trained me in a lot of ways of like picking up after myself, just being honest. Like I've told them in the group, like he actually trained me in a lot of ways. But I think if we stop repeating that excuse for them, stop putting them on blast, stop saying things over and over again, like dads don't know what to do. Dads don't know how to clean. Dads can't do it well enough. Stop repeating that excuse for them and start telling a different story, which is another thing that we talk about in our group is like, tell yourself a different story. Stop giving yourself these limitations. Stop giving your spouse these limitations too, <laughs> right? So I'll answer it this way. Number one, the laundry basket thing. Um, although I help a lot around the house and I do laundry and I do all that stuff, I believe in we're a team, so what needs to be done, we just get done. Um, I miss the laundry basket myself. Yeah. But I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, so I'm being honest, right? But ladies, this is what I'm going to say. There's certain things that you do that we live through. <laughs> okay. Like what? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so if, you know, we're a team and we can focus on the things that drive us crazy or we can empower ourselves with, hey, what is it that he does really well? And I choose to focus on what my wife does really well because her, you know, bugging me about my socks being 10 feet away from the laundry basket got old really fast and she realized like, I'm probably not going to put my socks in the laundry basket. Does it still drive her batty? Yes. Yeah. I have a bad habit of opening cabinets in the kitchen. It drives me crazy. Yeah. Like I'll open them, grab something <laughs> and leave it open. And I turn around and three things are open. You're like, there's poltergeist in here. <laughs> I'm conscious of this, but guess what? It doesn't change that it's a bad habit. I want to change it. I've worked on it. I, when people are around, I mean, like, I'm very conscious of it. But we don't do it to, like, upset you. We don't do it to spite you. Mm -hmm. 
it how we're wired and, and, and you're wired in certain ways that drive us crazy. And I'm not going into any of that because I don't need to answer all those questions. <laughs> yeah, don't but go there. If that's each other for the things that we bring to the table, not the things that drive us crazy, I would say focus on those things. Yeah. Because uh, I'm going to use the word. I'm going to get some pushback. Okay. If we're nagging yeah. him about his socks, it doesn't make us want to go out and do the things that you really need us to do because the socks are so minor compared to probably how he contributes on so many other levels. Yeah. In my own marriage and through coaching people, I, I think it's a default to just focus on these negatives instead of really, we're men. I, I saw this at a couple's a marriage retreat. Uh, an older couple, a man said, you don't realize, women don't realize how fragile a man's ego is to his wife. I don't care what any woman says about me, but when my wife criticizes me or nags me, it hurts. Yeah. And it doesn't make me want to do other things for her. But if when he does do, I would encourage that behavior by saying, hey, I appreciate you putting this stuff in the laundry. Because what happens is when he does it, he doesn't get credit for it. But when he doesn't do it, he hears about it for a week. Yeah. And what normally happens and you gotta, you gotta guard yourself, right? We can only control ourselves. Notice your behavior, ladies, when he does do it. Do you sit there and kind of mock him like, oh, it's about time you did it? That doesn't feel good. Right. Or why haven't you done this all the time? Just acknowledge him for doing it. Yeah. Don't beat him up for actually doing it after he asked you to do it. Right, yeah. I, I, can, I completely agree. And I know for sure that James is, he's got the thickest skin in the world with everybody except for me. Like, I know I could say one thing and it in the wrong tone, and I've done it before, not on purpose, or maybe just out of anger or whatever, and I can see it literally crush him, and I'm like, why did I do that? <laughs> our egos are fragile when it comes to the person we've chosen to spend the rest of our lives with. Yeah. We care what you think. So if you're nitpicking us or nagging us, it, 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 uh, men tend to retreat. Yeah. further and further and further away and that's not what we want in a marriage we want to empower each other yes so funny story right now as we're talking about the laundry basket so and and just what it actually looks like in a day-to-day -day. but James was out of town for a week he was working because that's what he does he works hard for us and our family and he got home really late last night um, about eight o'clock right before bedtime he missed his kids he missed me he wanted to be home in his own bed he hung out with us, everybody went to bed, he was exhausted, and I'm looking over here right now, and his clothes are in a pile on the floor. Not, not even kidding, I will take a picture after we hang up next to the laundry basket. And honestly, I don't care. He came home exhausted, he was tired. He, he hung out with us, he took his, he got on his ready for bed and went to, went to bed, and his clothes are there, and who cares? Like, honestly, like, I don't, I really don't care. And, 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 and we could look at it from the other perspective for you, right? If he was traveling, he was gone for a few days, he missed you and the kids and you missed him. Uh, maybe you missed that pile next to the basket for a day or two, right? right. Don't you, would you rather have the pile there and him be home yeah. than the pile not be there and him not be there? And yeah. I think if, if, if over time we continue to focus on the little things, yeah. right? Snows ball into a big thing and maybe 
we don't, I hate to use the word, we don't like to be nagged. It's, it kills our ego. Yeah. And, and we want to be stroked by the women that we love. So I'm telling you, it's, it's su we're such simple creatures. <laughs> yeah, just be nice you to them. You have to say thank you. And, hey, that was a good job. And, like, I appreciate you going and, you know, going out of your way to pick up milk on the way home. I know you had a long day of work. Like a simple thank you. Yeah. And I, I think what I hear from a lot of women is, well, he's supposed to do things. Nobody thanks me for all the stuff I do. Yeah. Well, maybe they should. I control <laughs> them. Like you can only control you. And in my own experience, the more I start to thank people in my life, guess what? The more thank yous I get back. I'm expressing gratitude. I get gratitude back. Yeah. And, and again, we need to start with ourselves, whether that's decluttering or expressing gratitude to the person that we choose to spend our lives with. Yeah, and I think I had kind of a light bulb moment too that most often it's not it's not that the clothes are next to the basket. It's that the clothes next to the basket were the last straw because you spent all day cleaning up way too many toys from the kids. You spent all day just trying to catch up on laundry and dishes and everybody else's mess that that was that was the breaking point for you, which I think is another reason why it's so important to get rid of all the other stuff that really isn't that important because I think that's why I don't care anymore. I'm like, I'm, I'm no longer stuck in that cycle of toy natos that never end and dishes and... Is that your word, toy natos? I don't know if it's mine or if I picked it up somewhere along the way, but I love it. <laughs> you it if it's not out there. But yeah, the toy natos and that's why I don't care anymore. I'm like, I posted a picture yesterday of like, declutter your house so that your husband can leave for a week come back home and it looks like you spent the whole week cleaning when really you played with the kids. Like that's, that's really all we did. We had a lot of fun with just us. We missed him, but, and the workload is still there. Obviously it's easier when he's home, but still manageable. And I'm not, I don't, I don't get mad or frustrated or feel like I'm being taken advantage of, or he doesn't appreciate all the things I do because he can't put his own clothes away anymore because everything else is pretty much taken care of just really simply, really easily. And, and that's and, and I love that because if he comes home and, and the one thing you focus on is if you were to mention that to him, I mean you could mention him in the podcast and yeah. make a joke. You yeah. Could be like, oh. but to make a joke of it and, and do it lightheartedly versus, you know, you've been gone for three days and I had to have to clean your stuff up and you're here one day and the first thing you do is that. It's like, oh, yeah. Did I really come home to this? Right. Should I just go back to Denver? <laughs> I just go back to Denver because that's what I'm going to get when I come home. I'd rather be in Denver. Yeah. And, and, and that's probably true for, and that's where I think the decline in a lot of marriages go. Just knowing clients and being men and just, if I got to go home to that, I'm going to work a little bit longer. And yep. my excuse, once again, for everything is, well, I'm working. Yeah. And then that turns into two long hours at the office and then whatever else that snowballs into and a night out. You know, and we don't want that. Yeah. You know, it's just thanks for coming home. Thanks for being here. I'm excited to have dinner with you. I don't know. Whatever that looks like in your home. Yeah. Really just gratitude. Yeah. Everything that I coach with people, they're like, I want all of the stuff. I was like, Are you grateful for what you have? Yeah. Tell me what you have. And if their answer is, Well, what do you mean? I said, Well, if you have to ask that question, you're not in gratitude for what you have. And if and if you want that much more God, the universe, whatever whatever you believe in, isn't going to give it to you because you're not grateful for what you already have. And you're probably 
going to not be grateful for that. So, oh, I wish I had a better man. Well, guess what? You're not even grateful for the good man you have. Yeah. You want You're not even grateful for the good one. Yeah. Why don't you just pull him in and make him great? Yeah. Yep, I agree. Um, Janelle, okay, I know Janelle pretty well. She says, sometimes I just wish I had a man whose clothes I could pick up. And Janelle is a superstar single mom. She has four kids, and she's amazing. So I think that's a really good perspective is, like, if you have something, appreciate it. Exactly like you said, if you don't appreciate and love what you have already, you're not going to get more of it, and it's not going to change, and it's just not just magically going to get better, right? And I, I think, uh, you know, I'll go down a little rabbit hole here. I think a lot of times as society, women have this fantasy of what marriage looks like. Yes. And they get married, and it, they find out that marriage is work, just like anything else. Parenthood is work. We, we have to work on the relationship. And working on the relationship is being conscious of self. And if you're not conscious of self and how you're portraying yourself to your partner, and this goes for both men and women, um, and, and I can just speak from my end of it, I like to be very conscious. I know my wife likes certain things done. I work from home. My wife leaves the house seven o'clock in the morning. I am not a bed maker. Never made a bed in my life. <laughs> but about this time a day, she's not coming home tonight because she has another engagement. <laughs> this time every day, I go upstairs and I make the bed. James does that for me too on the weekends. <laughs> Why? Because I know it makes her happy. Yeah. I don't do it for me. Yeah. I do it for her. So what? what is it? You don't, you know, we pick up the laundry for him because... You know, good thing he's not a basketball player because he's got a bad shot. Yeah. You know, we do those little things for each other because yeah. we love each other. Yes, and I think that's a good point, too, that I try to make to the moms sometimes. So I have two more things, and then i got to wake the baby up and go get the big kids from school. Um, but one of the things that I try to tell them, too, is that your husband is good, okay? More often than not, and most of the time, I really do think that they are they're good people. They are a good spouse. Um, but like you said earlier before we started talking, they're, they're not as aware of these things that we are. And they don't necessarily know. And um, I lost my train of thought of where I was going with that. But they're just not aware of the same things that we are. Does that make Right. Well, I, I think when you posed the question earlier off camera, it was something you asked earlier, and I answered it a little bit differently. Yeah. Um, what I... What I said is sometimes you ladies you marry mom's boys. Yes, there you go. He's gonna say it, not me. Here we go. So <laughs> Let it fly. You marry these mom's boys who mom made their food, mom did their laundry, mom washed the dishes, and you probably have to deal with your mother-in-law now. What I what I am proposing to you is you're probably not gonna change him. However old they are, they're kind of set in their ways, and they will want to change because they love you, and if they don't, it's not because they don't love you, they're just set in their ways. Not that they don't love you, or they don't want to change, they just don't know how to change. But if you have little boys, don't make them mama's boys. Teach them to cook. Teach them to fold laundry. Teach them to do these things, because those young men are going to go off and be husbands one day also. And you don't want their wives to say, oh, you're a mama's boy, and I have to clean your clothes and do this. I love my wife and I's dynamic. I say this. My mom raised me independent. I don't need a woman. 
I want to be with a woman. My wife does not need me. She's an independent career woman, great mom, amazing all the way around. We are together not because we have to be. It's because we choose to be. Because independently, we are both very strong people. So make the little people very independent, strong people. And um, and just know that you chose to be with your husband. <laughs> yes. Your mom was boy when you met him. You knew it. Yeah. And if he doesn't change, just... We can't change people. Yeah. I think that's another fallacy of women. Oh, he's a little broken. I want to fix him. That motherly instinct. Nope, can't do it. <laughs> can't do it. You'll be looking for men for a long time. You try to fix them. Yeah. So Lindsay says we need men to help pick up the slack. So yes, Lindsay, I agree. Which is why send the men you know in your life to his podcast because he talks about this all the time. He wrote a book called "Be the Dad You Wish You Had." Um, I actually met him when he was like in the beginning stages of writing it, and it's awesome to see it. It's like an Amazon bestseller now. Um, he did really well with it, and I got one, and James read it, and then I sent it to my dad, even though my dad, um, his kids are already grown, but he loved it and was like, I wish I would have had this when you guys were babies. Like, I didn't, I didn't know what I was doing. It's a short, to-the-point manual for dads. And, and ladies, just so you know, the manual is good for you also, as Krista will attest. So yeah. you can access that on my website at bethedadyouwishyouhad.com. Uh, there's a free PDF. If you want a free copy of the book, I will send you a free copy. You do have to pay shipping and handling. Uh, if you want one for your husband, and if you want me to personalize it, you just send me uh, an email with the receipt, and I can personalize it to your husband's if you wanted to. And the shipping and handling on that is $7.99. For $7.99, have access to the book. Father's Day is coming up, so it's a really good book. It's like it's it's I love it because the chapters are like three pages long, so you don't that's, have to that's sit. an exaggeration. Men don't read, so there's <laughs> pictures in the longest yeah. chapter. It's like a picture pages. book for dads. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, but it's really good. Even like I said, like my dad's kids are grown and I was like it was just a fun read and applicable to the grandkids too. Um Perfect for those guys who don't read. Exactly. Oh, he says, what about an audio? Send him to his podcast. He has tons of episodes up on his podcast. Um, the podcast is, I think, around 55 now. It's a daily podcast. So they're 8 to 15 minutes, so it's uh, uh, even a short commute. You can listen to it. Uh, that's also at be the dad you wish you had com, or you can find it on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify. It's on all those. And the podcast is called I Don't Know Jack about parenting and you're on it right now. Yes. Okay. Last thing before, and this is just kind of a question that came up for me to you as a dad. So one of the things that I kind of stumbled into and kind of struggled with is like, I, you know, we ditched all of our stuff. We live pretty clutter free. And my favorite thing about it is that I've become like obsessed with being at home, like with my family and our home is really a sanctuary for us like it's so intentional we like you said like i i don't necessarily fit into the minimalist club because we have a lot of square footage but i'm like we have a lot of kids and that's on purpose because we like to play soccer inside <laughs> and we like to dance and be busy but i think i kind of struggled with it for a little while and felt kind of weird because it almost feels like i'm flashing back to like 1950 of like being this homemaker of like get the house ready, keep it nice and tidy. But um, I know that my husband appreciates it. So the, 
the women out there who have husbands who are resistant, like, is that a big enough benefit to you? Like, if I came to you and was like, imagine if I could make the house feel like this. Imagine I could make the house be a place where you're happy to come home to every day. It's really easy to be in, like, would that would that be important to you? I think it's important to people, but they don't know it's important to them because we're in a society of, of instant gratification and buying stuff as opposed to quality time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> something that needs to shift, and it's a mindset shift over time. And if the moms that are listening right now, uh, my opinion is just do the mindset shift, mindset shift for yourself. Start putting that plan into action and see what the benefit is going to be. You're going to get resistance. The people in general are resistance, resistant to change. So you're already resistant to change. The first person who says, eh, it's not a good idea. Why would you want to live like that? You're like, oh, maybe they're right. No, you want to live like that. That's why you're seeking this. Did you notice, and, and, and you, ladies, you may or may not have noticed, when Christmas said it's like my sanctuary, it's my home, it's like my place for my family to gather and enjoy each other. I got a, 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 a like a, a, a good little feel good. I kind of like smirked, and and my immediate thought was, I spent today. I, I share with uh, Krista. I, I just got my office redone. That's why there's really nothing behind me. Um, it's it's clean, and it's going to stay this way. I just finished our back deck because summer's coming, right? We had it rebuilt last year. I just finished and stained it today. I took the day off with exception of two quick client calls. And why? Because I want to enjoy our summer and have friends and family over in our home and share our home and our family with those people that we love. But a lot of people don't want to invite people over to their home. Why? Because, like, oh, it's a mess. Yeah. Well, declutter so that you can reconnect to people. I love that you want to be a 50s tidy housewife <laughs> because you know what the 50s, the number one thing that was important family. was each other yeah. and family, not all the stuff yeah yeah did that answer your I did I did and that's yeah I think that's what I felt like conflicted because I also you know want to build a really big business and <laughs> but also want to have like a 1950s feel home um which I think you can have you can have it all you can have both I have a little thing here on my desk it's an ampersand sign just a reminder you can have and not or oh and that's that's exactly where I was thinking as you were saying uh, I want this and that and and when people say, do you, I coach my kids on this. I say, do you want this or do you want that? And I'm testing them. Yeah. And my, what I train them, and I say, why are you not asking for both if they don't say both? But they're at this point, the older one says both. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. I want you to have both. Now, how are you going to acquire both? Yeah. It's not just I'm getting it for you. Right. You want this? If you want both, it may not happen in this moment, but how can you acquire it? Yeah. Do we need to set the lemonade stand? Do we need this? Do you want that? How are we going to make it happen? We develop those critical thinking skills. Yeah. Right? Yep. I want kids to want both because we shouldn't be limiting our kids at this early stage in life. So we're going to wind it down. Thank yep. you for all the questions, ladies. It was so awesome having you on. Um, Chris, I just want to thank you for what you're doing to empower women and take their lives back. Uh, yeah. Again, you can find her at motherhoodsimplified.com but where else can the listeners find you um wait okay hold on because marcia's husband deserves a shout out real quick her husband cooks cleans does his own laundry helps with the kids but he still can't find the laundry hamper so <laughs> it happens it happens he runs in 95 percent of the yeah. time focused on the 95 percent so 
my immediate thought is that I one time got straight A's and one C, and when I got home, what did they focus on? The C, I bet. I hope not, but I bet. Not focused on the C's. Yes. Husband's lives. Yes. So where else they can find me is Facebook. I have a like page that the dads can get involved in. It's just Motherhood Simplified. It's the, actually Motherhood Simplified, the ultimate guide for mom life, but everything applies to dads too. Then we have our Facebook group exclusively for moms, Motherhood Simplified, the group in parentheses. Instagram is Motherhood Simplified. I think that's pretty much it. The podcast is Motherhood Simplified. It's pretty simple. Well, <laughs> Everything's the same. Simplified everywhere. Yes. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank yes. you for being a guest, and I think we should do this again. Yes, we should, definitely. Fantastic. Okay, we'll see you later. Do you want to be the dad you wish you had? If so, go get my free book, Be the Dad You Wish You Had, at be the dad you wish you had com. Inside, you'll find my most effective 40 tips to quickly and easily transform yourself into the ideal dad. Go to be the dad you wish you had com now and get it while it's free.